Hi guys, Wendy here. Welcome to the Healthy and Thriving Career Moms podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for thriving with your healthy habits, especially in the midst of the crazy mum juggle. I get that you're busy and that taking time for you is not always easy, but I'm here to help. So let's jump in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. And I am very excited to have our guest today, the amazing and formidable Leslie Collins, who is not only a friend, but also a mentor to me in my business. And I just thought she was the perfect example to come on and talk to us about the juggle, the mum guilt, all the stuff that we deal with as working mums. So thanks so much for joining us today, Leslie. I'm so chuffed that you're here. Oh, I'm so chuffed. Thank you so much for having me. I have been so excited to do this podcast because I just think you are such a great candidate to really put on the spot and really drill down into the habits that support you as a busy working mum and maybe some of the not so healthy habits too. I know that you're really good about keeping that real. But firstly, tell me a bit more about yourself and what your background is and how you came to be a working mum today. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. So I'm Leslie and I am married to my husband, June. We have two kids. Dylan is four and Daniel is one and a half. I think. Am I keeping track? And yes, I have a business with a company called Arbonne. That's been about 12 years that I've been with the company now. So I started, I was a marketing executive after university quickly disillusioned with that world to be honest and realizing that maybe the kind of nine to five life actually wasn't for me I wanted more I was ambitious I was driven and then I came across this company called Arbonne and jumped into that worked it alongside for a couple of years and now I've been fully self-employed for the last 10 years which is crazy amazing and considering you did that from your sort of early 20s when I suppose so many of us are getting the graduate jobs and working our way up the corporate ladder. Certainly that was my story. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought my life would be as well. And to be honest, had this not landed on my lap, I don't think I was out there searching for it. It was an unexpected sort of gift, I suppose. How did that all come about? So really good friend of mine, one of my best friends, her mom actually started a business with the company. And at first we kind of all thought, this is a bit mad. What's she doing? Is she like selling lipstick? <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> and um, went along to an event and actually to be completely transparent, I actually said no to this for over a year. Didn't think it was for me. Definitely thought corporate world was for me. I wanted the career and that's the only way I ever saw my life going. But it wasn't until I'd really experienced the reality of that nine to five and the limited possibilities that I thought I need to be a wee bit smarter and and take a look at some other options. And this was still there and it was still kind of screaming at me going, hello, I'm here, come and have a look. And when I really looked into it, I was like, this is too good to miss. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I'm smiling along to myself because we met about 10 years ago when I too started my album business. And I just remember so vividly having a conversation with you. And I actually thought, because you sounded so mature on the phone, you were like much older than you were, not younger than me, actually. And I just remember you saying something about going to the gym in the morning. And I was like, oh, well, that's a revelation. Because at that stage in my busy corporate career, I was literally getting up at the crack of dawn, 
putting in a full work day, working out in the evenings, commuting home, just in that whole kind of corporate rat race. And I was just listening to you talk about going to gym in the morning. And I thought, oh my goodness, that's the dream. <laughs> I don't know why, like that story just pings to mind. But obviously we have both started our businesses in one season of our life, but now we're both working moms. Now we both are self-employed. We run our businesses around our kids. And obviously life looks very different now. So can you talk to me a little bit more about what that looks like? Yeah, so life is very different. When I first became self-employed, I actually found it really difficult because I had so much time. <laughs> and here's one of the lessons of life, I guess. I look back to that woman who was like 27, 28. I had all day to do all the things that I needed to do. Oh. And now my, <laughs> like, no, what I can't even, what I can't even I do? remember those days. <laughs> But now, obviously, for the last four years, there's been children as part of my life and a business to run. And that changed things massively. And what I'll definitely not say is that I found that transition easy. Mm. I didn't. And I don't think many people do. We have also had multiple changes in terms of my husband's career because he's been at home some of the time, but mostly he's done work that involves him going away, whether it's for a few nights or at the moment, sometimes two or even three weeks at a time. So definitely massively having to make adaptations to my life to support not only being a present mum, but being a business owner. And yeah, various things I think you need to put in place to make that happen, eh? Absolutely. So let's talk about some of those things, some of those habits, because I always feel that you're such a fantastic example of this with your business. And I know your schedule's different depending on whether you're in at home or he's away. But talk to me about some of like the core healthy habits and I suppose systems that you have to support you as a working mother. And then perhaps how that changes slightly when you are literally flying solo. Because there are a lot of listeners of this podcast that are solo parents or single parents. Yeah. Oh, I love this topic of discussion. And you know what? The first thing that I really want to say is I think first and foremost, what I hold as a really valuable core belief is that you can be a present mum and you can be a successful career woman. Yeah. And I, I just feel like that's so important because I think sometimes as women, we can be susceptible to other people's beliefs that come in the way that maybe they don't believe that that to be true. I absolutely believe that to be true. And I think if you hold that as a core belief in yourself, you'll find ways to make that happen because oh, it's absolutely possible. Thank you so much for saying that. I mean, I sometimes feel like we just need to talk about that more and more and more because as a society, we're told you can have it all. Oh, but you know, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. you know, it's that whole thing. And don't even get me on my soapbox about the whole way that society is structured in terms of a woman's place. Many of us will maybe choose to go to university or not nowadays, build up yeah. these careers. And then it's like, oh, you've got to get off the career ladder to have your kids, but oh, don't get off too soon. Oh, get, get off at the right time so you can jump back in. Oh, oh, oh all these things. And that's why certainly I see more and more women starting businesses online because of needing that flexibility, but still wanting that sense of achievement and that sense of reward and earning and all those things. So I'm so glad that you've said that. Yeah, 100%. Remove the guilt as well to all the, well, the you know, parents <laughs> out there that are listening, like, please remove the guilt because you're doing an amazing job. But in terms of habits, I would say, the, something that I love and it's maybe I know not everyone's kind of natural 
bag, if you like. But scheduling and planning is everything for me. I am that person. But it just helps me get a real hold and a grasp of what's going on. So I my main kind of planning points, and what I don't mean is that I go into massive detail with my plans. I don't. But I do sit and on a Sunday, I look at the week. And I have three major things that I want out of my week. I want family and fun time. Mm-hmm. I want work time and I want exercise time. Yes. And they're those three fundamentals that I'll make sure are in there. So and I like family- you back to that as a priority because I think yeah. so often we'll sit down to plan as mums and then we'll put all the stuff we have to do, mm-hmm. but not put any time in for what we need, the fun, the exercise, yeah. the things that replenish us. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's just defining for you what what is that? What's really important for you to get out of your week? So if I look at, in advance at my diary quite often, that's not naturally happens because we're the ones, right, that have to make it happen. So I look at it and I think, well, what do I need to change? What help do I need to call in to make sure that I have that work time? What classes do I need to book? What childcare do I need to organise? What events do I need to book, you know, in order to fulfil these things? And then I also do planning the night before. So the night before the next day, I'll have a much more detailed plan of how the day is going to go. And because I know how this might sound, (laughs) but it's not about being, ah, it's 7.15 and I was supposed to do that at 6.45. It's actually for me more than anything, it's getting down on paper how I would love the day to go. But I do give myself that grace and kindness Mm. that it's with two young children and with things that come up in your business life and all that, it's not always going to be perfect. But if I kind of know roughly how it's going to go, I can get the priorities in. I can organise the things that need organised. I can make the call the night before to things that need to be done. Mm -hmm. And I think it's about having that intention. And I think this is something you've taught me to do. And you say you're that person. I'm that person too. People often say to me, how do you do it all? And it's like, I am very intentional with my time. And like you, I plan it out. I actually usually do that on a Saturday morning. That's my little routine in bed with a cup of coffee or if it's stick. I will sit there and plan out my week ahead because I love to take a digital detox on a Sunday. So I like to kind yeah. of do all that before the Sunday comes. And as you say, having that detail plan the night before. So I, my thing is that I will list out the five things but then really the top three, because I think sometimes as mums, mm. we have such a long to-do list yeah. setting ourselves up. So I love the fact that yours is more about how your day goes as opposed to, I've got to do this, 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 and put all that pressure on yourself. Yeah. And then you're also, because I do have a to-do list as well, but what I do with the daily plan is that I actually take items from that to-do list and put it in the daily plan. So I'm not just sitting down for like a two hour of a slot where I do things mm. and I'm kind of looking at that to-do list like, ah, where do I I know. <laughs> and, and I know for me as a coping strategy as well, just for general motherhood, but also with my ADHD, because things come into my brain all the time, I think that's just being a mom, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'll file it away on a list on my phone that I have, but then I'll have the time blocks. So when it's life admin time block in the week, I'll come to the list and I'll pick off those things rather than it just interrupting me all the time. And I think you're quite similar in that. You have those kind of chunks of time. I think you're the same as me. You don't have your notifications enabled. You're very strict with how you access social media and technology. I think I did that over a lockdown because I think it just all got crazy at some point. 
over lockdown, our notifications and all of that obviously kind of quadrupled because it was our only way of connecting and social media got busier, I guess, and all that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's, you know, you definitely need to separate yourself from it because I think I also realised as my boys have got older that they really notice that when I'm on my phone Mm -hmm. and I really don't want to always have my life like doing all the things I want to have that time with my boys when I'm present and let's face it when that ding 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 that's a constant stressor that you're thinking what am I missing what am I missing is that something important what could that be damaging yeah like I've definitely looked into all of that and decided yes I do keep my whatsapps I have those notifications because sometimes those are timely we use that for our business but everything else is turned off that's amazing. Yeah, I, I always say to people, if you need to get hold of me in an emergency, text me or call mm-hmm. me. My team know, my family knows. I mean, sometimes my husband will message me going, I know you probably haven't looked at WhatsApp, but blah, 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 whatever the message yeah. is. So he knows just to ping me on text because actually that's something I do have enabled that I'll see and look at. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I was to have the constant pinging, I mean, literally my brain would explode. It just... Yeah doesn't work for me and it, it just keeps me focused and protects my time and as you say set that example for our kids although in saying <laughs> I came home yesterday and my husband was sat there with my little girl and I was like what are you guys doing and she had his phone and she was videoing them coloring and she's like I'm doing a video for people <laughs> and I thought that's so cute because she's <laughs> videos and she wants to be like mommy so it does make me laugh they pick up everything yeah the good and the bad. For sure. Sometimes you don't realise how much your brain is somewhere else. Hands up, I am guilty that if I am trying to respond to something, deal with something, and I'm with the kids doing breakfast or whatever, and I'm trying to do something else, that's when I'll become a shouty mum. That's when I go, oh. and it's not them. It's because I'm trying to do all these things. And it's just, I could have prevented that actually if yeah, I had just put the phone away. A phone call or a text is a request for your time, not a demand. Yes. So I need to remind myself that. of that all the time. That. But we can be guilty of that, right? As business owners, we care about our business. And sometimes that need to respond or whatever is just, it's, it's too high. And it's best just to kind of put the phone upstairs and go down and do the things you need to do. and Be in the moment of what you're doing at that time. Absolutely. And I follow a similar system and it just creates brain space. Like they say, when you go on holiday, suddenly you get all these great ideas and so much is allowed to actually come into your headspace because it's not so full of all the stuff. And that's why obviously meditation is such a good one for people because it's just Mm. having that quiet and not having that barrage of things. And I think more than ever now, working moms, you have all the things. I mean, you know, my Jessie's just started reception and I've got the class dojo and I've got the tapestry app and I've got all the things. And don't get me wrong, it's great. I think how do parents do this before? Yes. (laughs) But then I've got the mum's WhatsApp list and I'm like, "Ah!" and I've only got one. So Uh the mums with four or five kids, I'm just like, how yeah. <laughs> you're amazing I know it's just incredible. <laughs> so yeah and so tell me and obviously exercise is a big part of your routine you love your exercise mm-hmm. I do I have realized over the years and I suppose this has been a realization with having my boys as well when you maybe have that downtime in exercise you realize how much you're doing it not just for the health and yes the fitness 
and maybe a bit of the physical and actually it's the mind <laughs> like oh my goodness when exercise you know, women say I go running for my mental health I'm like what is she talking about <laughs> I really honestly didn't understand that I think before I had children um <laughs> but yes a hundred percent it is just the you ran a marathon. I did run a marathon I don't know how I did that now <laughs> I enjoy running now, but I don't, I don't know if I would ever do a marathon again. I love physical challenge and I love pushing myself and knowing that I'm capable of more. But even dancing about in my living room for five minutes, the endorphins, focus that it gives me. I love your dance parties that you have with your boys. Like (laughs) follows you on Instagram and sees your stories. If you don't, you need to go follow Leslie because her well, Dylan, he is so into the greatest showman. So your dance parties are epic. Oh, we have the best time. I actually think this is a real tip. If I, if we're at home, and I don't know if any other parents are the same, my kids want to watch the telly. We've got a million toys. We've got all the colouring. You can do all the activities. And <laughs> they like always go back to the crawl. television. <laughs> and what I realised was that if I can put the tunes on, play them up really loud and we all dance about they are in their element like we're all in our element I think when you were a kid if your mom did that yeah you would have just been like you are the coolest mom that ever <laughs> well luckily I've got boys that are just really into music they love it and Dylan's very oh, into we, performing we regular like kitchen dance parties my husband and I we love a little bit of dance music so we tend to put like the Ibiza dance tunes on and and yeah and the other day this is terrible I probably shouldn't be sharing the story but we were in the car and she had her iPad and next minute I hear her oh what was the song but anyway she's she's singing this dance track she'd she'd gone onto the music of my iPad because it's my old iPad and she was like singing along to this dance tune I was like oh my gosh I need to actually check that and delete that off and make it (laughs) It's like the explicit lyrics. Suddenly, you don't yeah, know what's coming right. out your mouth. Fortunately, they weren't in your clothes. But you know, she was singing this dance. My husband and I were just like looking at each other, going, "What?" But no, she loves music as well. So I think that's such a great tip. Is it? It doesn't always have to be all the exciting adventures and expensive things. It can just be dancing around. I think you guys have a cape, don't you? As well, like Dylan likes his. Oh, he's got the full greatest showman get up. Yeah, he, he loves it. And the younger ones now following his his footsteps. Oh, but amazing. morning routine is definitely one for me. I've got a two, uh, nearly one and a half, two. Let's, we don't know what age is, do we? Um, <laughs> Leslie is not sure how old her second child is. Third February. Um, I had a four-year-old and my husband's away. I mean, he was away all last week. So half past six in the morning, we do... Uh, sort of zoom call that's miracle morning basically it's a call that we all get together what is a miracle morning for someone who hasn't heard basically a series of habits that set off your day well that get your mind into the right space we do various things on that like dancing around for a couple of minutes breathing we do gratitude some i mean it's so education in there it's just it is just amazing just amazing and i have come to be the person over the last few years since implementing those routines, whether it be as part of a part of a group, which is really helpful because it's a bit of accountability, Absolutely. or on my own, I've come to really rely on those habits now as a way to start the day well. But what I will say is, with those circumstances, 
it very rarely looks perfect. So I have this vision in my mind of (laughs) this day where I'll get up and I'll be in a peaceful room and I'll do my miracle morning for half an hour and I'll be able to read. (laughs) But at the moment, my reality is that it very rarely looks like that. But you know what? Done is better than perfect. And if I get on that call and I'm also serving up some Weetabix, and I'm also chopping up an apple and serving some drinks and letting them have a fizz stick, which they always ask for in the morning. And I've even taken 25% of that away. I'm still in a better place than I, I would have been if I hadn't it's, done it. And that's something like I'll be well calls in the morning. We love those. And I love jumping on those as well. And as I say, most of the time it's me and Jessie together and she loves the dance off because that's her favorite part especially recently we had the waka waka with Shakira like (laughs) just gets me going but yeah and I I suppose someone might be listening to this thinking what on earth are you talking about there is no way that I am getting on a zoom call with my hair all over the place in my pjs but we all do I mean some people you know can turn your camera off you don't want to but for me it's just that as you say, that accountability, that intention setting for the day ahead. And last week when my little girl was ill, she was home with a cold. It was difficult. My husband was away as well. And I wasn't managing to take as much from those calls. And by the time I got to the weekend, I just felt all a bit discombobulated. And Mm. and I said to my husband, I said, it's this week and I need to spend a bit more time in the morning just because I really felt the difference but not having been able to be on as much. Mm -hmm. Definitely. If I ever am not on that call, what I'll always make sure is there's there's certain things for me that make a bigger difference. And the biggest one for me is gratitude. So that gratitude exercise is life-changing, absolutely life-changing. So just to spend some time when you wake up, even if it takes 60 seconds of your day to think, what am I grateful for today? It changes your whole state, doesn't it? It just changes everything. And then do I mean, that before you go to bed. Uh, it's been scientifically proven now. Like yeah. actually when people that practice gratitude and yeah, it's not just thank you for my house and thank you for my food. Sometimes I challenge myself to think just so outside the box of what I'm grateful for. You know, if it's rained, it's like, oh, the smell of rain or wet grass or my dog's muddy paw prints all over the kitchen floor, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> you know? But just to be so grateful for the little things because it's the gratitude and the little things that really makes us appreciate oh 100 percent. but again when you set these intentions and when you decide to do something like it's it's just I listen to podcasts all the time and I'm so excited to have yours as part of my routine now like I'm so excited and you hear these things that people say and you think that's a great idea I'm going to do that one day that's the thing and you don't have to just take all the things it's just Uh I listened to something yesterday I just got such an amazing nugget and it was like huh yeah brilliant exactly you hear what you need to hear, don't you? Yeah. Take what resonates and then actually put it into your day. Plan it into your day. When you wake up, you have your exercise clothes right there so that you literally need to trip over them to get to where you're going. <laughs> what so do you mean? That's all I actually wear. <laughs> I <do>, my active <laughs> But, you know, put things in your day to make it easier for you to take the right action we drink a nutritious drink in the morning, a green drink, and there's three ingredients of that. So just put it on the worktop with the yeah. things there. Like you literally have to walk past it. You're not going to, mm-hmm. ex- not, you're not going to forget I to even, I even fill the kettle up in the morning with water so that I don't have to, because I'm not the best in the morning. Like uh-huh. I'm, I'm much more of a night owl than I am an early bird. 
but I've trained myself to be an early bird by making it easier for myself. So I have one of those wake up lights that comes on rather than that like blaring alarm in the darkness in the middle of winter, like that stresses me. Mm -hmm. So it kind of wakes me up naturally. And then as you say, having your workout clothes or your tracky top or whatever it is, make my fist stick or make my coffee, whatever it is that I want, as you say, just create an environment that cultivates good habits. Yes. So what would you say to a mum out there who is perhaps looking to start a business? Maybe they currently work in a corporate environment or maybe they haven't been working. Maybe they've been at home with the kids or maybe they've looked at a business like Arbonne in the network marketing industry and they, they're not really sure. Do you have any tips or advice for those people? I think more than anything, listen to your gut instinct and follow it. And if you have a thought more than a few times over the course of a week, and then you think about it again, and you keep coming back to that thought, and maybe you find yourself in discussions with friends where you say, what do you think about that? Would you ever try that? Would you ever? It's because deep down you want to, but have a real kind of internal reflection as to why you're not doing it. Because I think most people will hesitate on starting something new, whether it's a network marketing business, whether it's any business, something totally new, maybe it's getting a new degree, walking away from the career that they're in just now. Uh We hesitate because of self-doubt and we hesitate because of other people's opinions. Most of the time, it's those two things. So it's really taking the time to think, what is that? Why am I holding back? And then when you actually dig into those things, you realise it's not worth it. Like, don't put your whole life on hold because of a little bit of fear or worrying about what other people think. If you have something in your gut, you know you can do more. You can know you can do something more exciting. You know there's something else there for you. Go for it. Absolutely go for it. And I think when it comes to a network marketing business, my advice would be go and find a company that resonates. Go and find a community that resonates go and find a brilliant compensation plan and then jump in. And I would say that there's kind of two kind of routes to going into a network marketing business. I would say some people or most people kind of cautiously enter that world. And actually, it's not just in network marketing. It's in starting an Etsy business or starting anything on the side. You can either jump in wholeheartedly or cautiously enter in dip your toe in the water, do a little bit, but being very cautious of what everybody else is saying, what everybody else's opinions are. And I see that a lot, like people not wholeheartedly going for stuff, mainly because of what everybody around them is saying or taking on board the opinion of others far too much. Exactly. And they not. No one's thinking about you nearly as much as you're thinking about yourself. It's so true. And what I just feel is so attractive and what works is trust yourself, trust your gut instinct, throw yourself into that. The great thing about any network marketing company is that there's systems and there's processes and there's people there. Trust that and throw yourself into it. And other people will be inspired watching you throw yourself into something. And I think that's another thing as well, like be that person that goes for it because you'll inspire other people to go for it too in life and business. With with whatever it is, I think there's so many inspiring people out there. And that's why I love our community in Arbonne is that it's just filled with so many different backgrounds and people who are doing multiple different things and are just so inspiring. And I just love that culture. 
but yeah, as you say, just throw yourself in. And it's that if you've got that gut feel, I mean, the gut is the second brain for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's telling you, it's firing off saying, yes, yes, lean into that, lean into that. And I just think nowadays in the culture that we exist in with all the distractions and so like we've almost got too much choice now, don't we? There's so mm-hmm. many options. It's actually, I think the real like differentiator is going to be people that can really lean in and focus and just go all in on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing tips and advice. And I could talk to you forever. It's just been such a delight. Thank you so much. And I'm so grateful that you've been able to share with my community, this amazing, healthy and thriving moms community, all those fantastic tips, because I know that they will really bless other people. And so if people want to connect with you and find you, where is the best place to do that? I'm on Instagram. So my handle is Leslie F. F for Francis Collins, Leslie F. Collins. And Wendy, I just want to thank you because you've been such an inspiration to me. Obviously, we met through our business over a decade ago. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> and I've watched you grow into this absolutely phenomenal business owner and working mum. And you really, you give me so much inspo. So I'm so excited for this podcast. Oh, like it's the mutual appreciation club here for both of <laughs> The other thing I just want to mention as well is you've also got another Instagram account, Leslie just one of the many things that she does, she also loves, like I do, and this is where we have a mutual passion, like renovation, and you've been redoing your home, haven't you? I have, yes. We bought a renovation project last year, and amongst all the madness. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> it's funny because I'm looking back on last year and thinking I had a five-month-old. We had no skirting boards, bare floors, okay. walls, just fresh plastered. Like I had, a, I had a baby. I was like, what was I actually thinking? But anyway, it's been amazing. Such a passion project. Stunning. So oh. how can people find that? Um, it's Gartmore Reno. So Gartmore underscore Reno. Oh, amazing. Please go check it out because Leslie's choices as well. I love the way you use like dark colors as well. You're very bold with your choices. Like I'm very much still that like, oh, what shade of gray should I be? (laughs) Whereas you're like, right, get the greens and the blues and you go for it. And it's just stunning. So, and you found like gorgeous wooden flooring and, Mm. oh, your radiators. I mean, we could talk for days. So (laughs) I'll spare everyone on the podcast. But yes, thank you so much. And I cannot wait to do a part two with you in later series and catch up with you on where you are. Amazing. Thank you so so much. much. Dear Diet, it's not me, it's you. I just don't think it's going to work between us. You're boring, you're tasteless, and I can't stop cheating on you. I don't know about you, but I hate all the diet, diet, diet and New Year's resolutions talk at this time of year. Because 80% of New Year's resolutions fail. Why on earth would we even start? But I'm here to tell you, you don't need a new you in 2022. You just need two to three healthier habits that will serve you in your life. But if you're anything like me and you like support and accountability, then why not consider my Healthy Habits Reset, which starts on Monday, the 3rd of Jan. This is a healthy, supportive environment where we will teach you how to use food for fuel and for energy and a program that helps you in resetting your body with clean eating and mindful habits, giving you what your body, what it needs and eliminating the things that it doesn't. So if you're someone who is wanting to improve your health, you'd like to improve your eating habits, boost your energy, identify food sensitivities, 
or you're ready to find a weight management system without a diet, then this could be for you. So I'll link to this in the show notes and we would love to see you getting started with us on Monday, the 3rd of January.